Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. So when I was a teenager, it was when I kind of came to know that God was calling me to be a saint, right? So I, I mean, I was raised Catholic, and at some point it was like, wow, this is real. This is huge. This is amazing. Um, and I knew at that moment two things. I knew I needed to be a saint. Um, like that's, that's, that's the whole point of life. And uh, I knew that I didn't, <laughs> didn't know how to be a saint. Actually, sorry, I knew four things. I knew I needed to be a saint. I knew I didn't know how to be a saint. I knew I needed to pray. And I knew I didn't know how to pray. So all these things conspiring together was like, what the heck? What am I supposed to do? Um, how do I be a saint? I don't know. How do I pray? I don't know. And so instead of like, I probably could have asked somebody like, hey, how do you do this kind of thing? But I don't know. I'm not going to say I was a shy person. I would read stories of saints and like, okay, that they figured out how to be a saint. So I should read stories about saints. And also they know how to pray. So I should read stories about saints to learn how to pray. Not a bad idea. In fact, I recommend it. But problem. I would read these stories of saints who would go into prayer. I distinctly remember this one, actually it was probably like every other saint, would be described like this. They would go into prayer and they would pray for hours and hours and hours would feel like mere minutes to them. And I'm like, okay, well that's what I have to do. I have to go in front of the Eucharist and pray. And so I had it in my heart, my head, my, my everything, and my schedule to go to the church uh, in my hometown and pray in front of the Eucharist, at least one hour a week when I was you know, 16, 17 years old. Um, but I would go to the church and I'd kneel in front of the Eucharist and how they had mere, hours would feel like mere minutes, like minutes would feel like hours for me. I'm like, what the heck, what am I doing wrong? Because, I mean, that's how it felt like, it felt like I was doing something wrong because apparently these saints, when they go to pray, it's like slipping into a hot tub. And so that, that was my image, right, actually, was like, okay, prayer should be easy. Prayer should be the kind of thing where you just like, you kind of settle in, you know, just like, <sighs> breathe deeply. I don't know if you've ever seen those people who have like a prayer chair in their house and it's just this nice comfy, kind of like behind me, this comfy chair where they have their coffee and they have like their Bible and their journal. And they just kind of like just sink in there and just like absorb the grace, just receive. Like all they're doing is just soaking it up like being in a hot tub. I thought that's what how it was supposed to be. And then when I found out that prayer was hard, I was like, maybe I'm doing something wrong. I am so grateful for this book. It is called The Catechism of the Catholic Church. Because in the Catechism, my probably maybe all-time favorite section in the Catechism, um, it's at the very end. It's in the section on prayer, right? There's four pillars of the Catechism. The fourth pillar is on prayer. And one of the subsections in that fourth pillar on prayer is entitled The Battle of Prayer. And oh my gosh, you guys, when I read this, it's only a couple paragraphs, so the top part I'm going to talk about now, only a couple of paragraphs, and it is so helpful because it says, and I will quote, because I'm gonna read it, I haven't memorized, but you know, I don't wanna show up too much. Two things, prayer is both a gift of grace and a determined response on our part. So yeah, of course, it's the Lord. We can't pray on our own, right? It's the Holy Spirit who helps us to pray. It is a gift of grace. So when you and I show up to pray, I mean, it's always at the invitation of the Holy Spirit. It's always at the invitation of God. So it's both a gift of grace but also, it's a determined response on our part. It's not kind of sort of something we might kind of sort of do. It's a determined response on our part. And then the very next line is the line that's just like, I'm like, oh my goodness, if I had known this at 17 or 18 or 24, it says this, it always presupposes effort. The prayer always presupposes effort. That it's not a hot tub. It's not like slip into the hot tub and just kind of like settle down and just or settle in and just kind of soak it up. There's always something that you have to be doing. I'm engaged. Again, it's a gift of grace, but it's also a determined response to that grace on our part, and it always presupposes effort. If you've ever been in the situation, right, where you're like, man, why is prayer so tough? 
it should be easy. Well, some days, in some seasons in your life, it actually will be easy. But, goes on to say, the Catechism does, it says the great figures of the Old Testament before Christ, as well as the Mother of God, the saints, and even Jesus himself, all teach us this. Prayer is a battle. Even the Lord himself teaches us that prayer is a battle. But then the Catechism asks the question, against two. If, you're, if prayer is a battle, who is prayer a battle against? And the answer is so simple. It's just, it's like, it's ridiculously simple. The answer is first against ourselves. <laughs> I mean, honestly, right? Isn't that the thing is like, I want to do the thing I want to do, but I don't do the thing I want to do. And I, I want to avoid the thing, but I don't avoid the thing I don't want to do. It's St. Paul's classic conundrum. It's prayer is a battle against you, against myself. Because I will come up with a thousand other things I could possibly do instead of pray. So actually prayer, I have to like kind of fight to get myself there. Not every day. Some days it's really easy. But other days, I have to be ready, I have to, be ready to say, okay, I'm going to show up and I'm going to stay here. And while I'm here, I'm actually going to be as present to the Lord as possible. That takes effort. So against two, against ourselves. And then secondly, against the wiles of the tempter who will do everything he can to dissuade us from prayer. Because our battle, as, as scripture says, is not with a flesh and blood. Our battle is with principalities and powers, with those uh, spiritual forces that are against us, right? So the evil one wants to prevent us from praying. Because every time you and I pray, um, we're getting close to the Lord. Every time you and I pray, we're becoming the men and women that God has made us to be. Every time you and I pray, we are glorifying the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And the evil one hates that. Therefore, prayer is going to be a battle. goes on to say, uh, this is so good. We pray as we live because we live as we pray. Prayer is our relationship with God, right? Prayer is our communi communication with God. So yes, of course, throughout the course of your day, you should probably be praying. I mean, we should, we should all be praying because this is how Jesus modeled prayer. He was always in union with the Father. But there were also times when Jesus went away to be simply with the Father, right? To have that communion with the Father. So that prayer time, that time where it's set apart, is meant to be time of a deep relationship with God. But if, and all the time, outside of the prayer time, I'm not actually living in communication or not living in relationship with God, then it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, you're being a little hot and then a little cold. Here's an example. When a person is away from their spouse, they're not living like they're not married, right? When they're away from their spouse, they're living with their spouse in their mind all of the time. And so that when they show up to be with their spouse in person, in the flesh right there, it's like, yeah, just a, just a continuation of the time I didn't see you all day today. And so it's very natural because I was walking all this day as a husband or walking all this day as a wife that now here we are and I'm your husband and I'm your wife. Versus um, you're out of sight, you're out of mind. But when I'm not with my spouse, I'm not even thinking about them. But then when I see them, I'm like, oh, hey, we're really close right now. Well, maybe that'll work for a little while, but it won't actually thrive, it won't be incredibly fruitful. The same thing is true when it comes to the Lord. We pray as we live because we live as we pray. It goes on to explain. It says this. It says, if we do not want to act habitually according to the Spirit of Christ, if I don't want to act habitually according to the Spirit of Christ, which means if I don't want to act like consistently according to the Spirit of Christ, if I don't want to live the rest of my life according to the Spirit of Christ, neither can we pray habitually in His name. It is so clear, right? This is one of the reasons why prayer is not a hot tub. This is one of the reasons why prayer is not just kind of like just sit there and soak it up. Although, again, caveat, sometimes prayer is really nice like that. 
Other times, it's a battle against myself. It's a battle against the wiles of the tempter who wants to keep me away from prayer. And it's a battle because the prayer time can't just stay, the graces of the prayer time, that relationship of the prayer time cannot stay restricted to the prayer time. I have to actually bring that to the rest of time. I have to bring that to the rest of my life. If you want to improve your prayer, if you want to improve that, that time of when you do set aside a space for the Lord, what we need to do is we need to make the intentional, on-purpose, and faithful decision to live outside of prayer the way we want to live inside prayer. And this is going to take something. It's going to take humility. It's going to take trust. And it's going to take perseverance. We're going to talk about that in a later video, but I thought I'd leave that with you. So maybe your experience of prayer is not like my experience of prayer. Maybe your experience of prayer is the hot tub. If so, let me know. If your prayer is battle, let us know too. Comment below. Make sure you like, subscribe, share this video with whoever you want. Um, yeah, click on those links. Share those things. Give us a thumbs up. From all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.